This podcast was first broadcast on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Go to radioverulam.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts and, if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Now, Veganuary passed ages ago and you've got a month to wait until November. No, it's nearly on Blocktober. As you might have guessed, it's all to do with that smelly and rather inconvenient matter of blocked drains. Now, we've heard a lot recently on Environment Matters about water supply and the importance of reducing our water consumption to leave more water for the wildlife in our rivers. But the other end of our water use, the care we take not to contaminate the water that leaves our property, either at home or at work, is also crucial to the environment. Richard Lee is the director at Lanes Group, a reactive and planned drainage contractor across the UK. They're a company that sees every day the effect of us liking to think that there's a magic drain ferry sorting out whatever stuff we rinse or stuff down the plug hole, toilet or drain. Even though unblocking drains is their business, Lanes Group run Unblocktober and have done so for the past three years as part of their corporate responsibility programme. And they do it to try and educate us to use our drains properly. I spoke to Richard and I started by asking him if there's anything different about Unblocktober this year. The key themes are still there around uh, what we actually put down our drains. But I think certainly in the last 18 months, we've seen a definite change. You know, new world, new habits. You know, a lot of us are now subjected to staying at home and working from home. I've got a lot of uh, gloves, face masks different protective equipment that we've now been using on a day-to-day basis, you know, on the disposal of these when they've reached the, the, the end-of-life use. Uh, the, you know, we have seen that uh, that they have been disposed of down the drains. Um, so, you know, we, we, we've started to see, you know, an impact of that happening uh, out, out there in the, in the domestic and, and commercial sectors, uh, along with, the, you know, the working from home. There's not been a lot of activity uh, between you know core hours of nine till five Monday to Friday, they've moved from the office back into the, the into the domestic home. All right, as you say, with those uh, those greasy fryouts, perhaps that we might have been having as a guilty pleasure at home whilst working from home, they are causing havoc as well as the uh, all the uh, PPE that might be ending up in our drains as well. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you must see some fairly dreadful things, um, you know, particularly in the emergency call-outs that you get. Generally, drains are ignored because you can't see them, um, you know, and it becomes very emotive and, 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 and you know, and personal as well. If you, you end up ultimately with drains that flood and ultimately impact your, 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 your own property, and you can end up with, with some quite nasty situations of sewerage on, on your living room floor, which is... You know, not what anybody wants. So, you know, the impact of disposal of certain items down drains, which are, you know, not meant to be down there, do over a period of time have a, you know, a cumulative impact on, on the performance of that drain and ultimately could affect, affect us all, combined with the, the ongoing um, uh, topic of climate change that we're all subject to. 
if we could just start with what happens to the stuff that we pour down the drain or the sink or flush down the toilet, what what, what happens to it? Where does it go? Well, ultimately, the uh, what goes down down the drain will ultimately end up at a wastewater treatment works, and then that'll be processed to a certain standard before it then outfalls in, into a water course in line with legislative requirement. What happens when we put foreign objects down a drain, ultimately ending, you know, reducing the performance of that drain and that asset can end up in the treatment works that causes problems with the treatment process at that, that, that end, ultimately causes blockages and ultimately the pipe then doesn't function, it then backs up and then ultimately it can flood through a manhole or, or an outlet that then causes, you know, public uh, uh, issues with the public, whether it be your own property, can cause flooding on highways, rail, and ultimately causes distress for for um, for individuals. Yes, yes, indeed, and and I suppose ultimately it is a a major pollution incident. You know, th- these are you know, th- it's unpleasant stuff, isn't it? It is, yeah. You know, that, that is a, a big a big factor that that ultimately can pollute watercourses. Ultimately, get, you can you can have. Uh, instances where fish can die and affect wildlife you know that that, that is the, the, the critical piece in that but then the, the the cost and the time of the cleanup bit over and above that from the ultimate cause of something being put down the drain that, sh- that, that shouldn't have gone down there in the first place yeah indeed so just looking a little bit more closely at that what are the items and the substances that are of particular concern what are those really troublesome things that you want us to uh, avoid getting into our drains well things that we can as as homeowners stop putting down there is you know wet wipes nappies cotton buds you know those are you know things that are easy to dispose of down 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 the toilet um sanitary products as well you know can be disposed of in alternative manners you know, fats, oils and greases, we, we all use fats and oils to cook with, how we dispose of that rather than tipping it down the sink and then ultimately that gets washed down. We can dispose of that in, in, in different ways. There's also, you know, other misuse and abuse of, you know, face masks, rubber gloves, more in commercial environments that, that might be put down, put down drains as well that ultimately cause blockages. So there's a vast array of... of you know, hard and you could call it soft products, as in that being, you know, fat soils and greases that ultimately cause, you know, drains to start to block up. And uh, one of the big things that you'll have read about in, in, in the press has been, you know, heavily reported on are ultimately fatbergs that do cause, you know, significant blockages in, 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 uh, in larger infrastructure. Yes, yeah, indeed. Do you come across that sort of thing? Yes, we do a lot of work in the utility sector, probably uh, for water companies, probably about 60% of our turnover of our business is in that sector. And we do come across that a lot, and that is getting reported on a lot more. It takes a and how, does, how do accumulations like that build up? It's, uh, it's through, uh, again, through the misuse and abuse of you know, commercial uh, um, customers not disposing of fat soils and greases correctly. In, in a combination with the domestic homeowners, and that builds up over a period of time, sticks to the, the insides of the pipe, and, and and ultimately, you know, causes underperformance of that asset. 
Okay. And and could this be so obviously pouring oil or or melted fat down the sink is one thing, but how about say, I don't know, we've been cooking sausages um under the grill and there's, you know, quite a lot of, of grease and oil left in the bottom of the pan, just thinking oh, we'll just shove it into the dishwasher. Does that contribute as well? Yes, it does, yeah. Yeah, that, that will get ultimately into into the pipe work and into the into the drain and get flushed away down into the system and ultimately that will will stick to the side of the pipe and over time build up. So if we can stop, stop, stop the disposal of that at the point of it, before it going into the sink or into the dishwasher and dispose off into the bin, then, you know, that will ultimately, the, these small things that we can all do will, you know, collectively have a, a major impact on the better performance of, of pipes not blocking. Yes, indeed. I mean, it is tempting to think that this is just kind of a, you know, round here, it's just a problem for, for Thames water if the if the sewer in the road is is blocked up. But why is this something that we should all be concerned about? From an environmental point of view, that's what I mentioned earlier, that ultimately your pipe work can block at a very short distance from, from, from your property and cause your property to flood. You flush the toilet; that won't go away down the foul drain. And ultimately, that can back up and and, and affect your, your your own individual property. To combine to that being your property, your neighbour, you know, in, in, into into the wider community. Indeed, you could make yourself quite an unpopular person with that kind of thing, couldn't you? Absolutely. Um, so. Can you just tell us a little bit more about, for instance, it's quite hard, I don't know, it seems to be quite hard disposing of things like oil. It's very easy to pour them down the sink. What do you suggest as an alternative way to uh, to dispose of, um, for instance, cooking oil? Yeah, I mean, you can let those solidify, put them in a jar, put them to one side to let them go a little bit harder, scrape the pan, then put them in, in, into in, in, into a bin. And dispose of them uh, through your domestic waste, rather than the, the the easy thing of swilling it down with a bit of warm water and a bit of uh, of washing up liquid. Okay, and and that's because that can sometimes feel like enough, can't it? Well, you know, I've put some hot water and some soap, so that'll have kind of rinsed it away. But does that bring bring problems further down the line? Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, those, those small bits of deposits of fat that get broken down through washing it down will ultimately collect on the inside of pipe work and so over a period of time will will build up and cause blockage and the, the timeline for that depends how much she's actually put down over what period will determine uh, you know the, the time it will take for the pipe to to block yeah and how about um the 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 grates in the road um, I've quite often seen workmen pouring things down there, like um, water with a lot of cement in, or perhaps paint, or something like that. What does that end up in the same place? Is that just as much of an issue? It is, yeah. You know, the, the misuse and abuse through you know, putting paints, white spirits down. You know, those shouldn't be disposed of down the down the chamber at the side of the road. Those should be disposed of in accordance with the manufacturer's instructions. And there's various licensed tipping sites that will, will accept those t- different types of uh, waste products. So, no, they, they, they shouldn't be put down the drain in the same manner as we shouldn't be putting fat oils, greases down, cotton buds, uh, wet wipes, etc. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, so just thinking about, so with things like um, if we've been cleaning paintbrushes in, in, in white spirit, then that we, we should collect that and take that to the household refuse site. That's not be, something. Yeah. So that's the, the ideal situation. That's what we should be doing, yes. Right. Okay. And just returning to the wet wipes, there are some wet wipes which are labelled as flushable. Are they different to other wet wipes? I would say they claim to be different. My, my advice and guidance would be that we shouldn't be putting wet wipes down the, the toilet. Yes, toilet paper, that's what it's you know for. That can go down. But anything wet wipes, we should be avoiding that. Okay. Um, so the line that you work in is one that we try and avoid talking about too much. You know, um, sewers, drains, it, it's not something that's, uh, you know, often mentioned. Do you think we should be thinking about what goes down the drain, um, you know, the, the world beyond uh, our house and our sink a little bit more? Yeah, very much so. The, you know, pollution is a big topic now combined with climate change. You know, infrastructure was designed for, for different, uh, should we say, storm conditions under from a climate point of view. And again, it was designed to, to take, you know, certain objects down there, of which what we mentioned before, the wet wipes, nappies, etc. It wasn't. We should be responsible for what goes down there. You know, and, and the events that we've seen around the climate change, the pollution, we shouldn't as a society, you know, be, be seeing those, type, those types of events. They're all within our ability to influence as individuals. Yeah. And could you just briefly tell us, you've mentioned climate change a couple of times. How does that affect the situation with our drains? The intensity of the, the rainfalls that we, we're now starting to see uh, are quite intense and the, the the amount that it puts down in a short period of time. So the, the impact of a drain not being as clean as it should be through objects that we've put down will ultimately have a, 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 an impact on the drain dealing with that intensity, that rainfall. So it is a, a, a contributing link factor in that respect. Briefly, if there's just one thing you want us to hold in our mind during Unblocktober... When you're cooking your evening meal, just be, just think about how you uh, dispose of the, the fat, oil and grease that's left in the pan. Okay, that's something good for us to think about. Yeah, Richard, up, thank you very much. We're coming up to the Christmas period as well, so yeah, that's one to bear in mind. Mm, I think he's right. A block drain would not be what the kids would want for Christmas. So some great advice there from Richard Lee of Lanes Group, the company behind Unblocktober. And I don't know about you, but uh, I'll put my hand up as guilty and I'll be reforming my washing up habits from now on. So go on then, fess up. Are you guilty too? It's always good to hear from you. I'm on Twitter at RV underscore environment or there's the Environment Matters Facebook page or you can drop me a line on Amanda at radioverulam.com. Now, news of some training that Sustainable St Albans are running to help your organisation reach net zero carbon. St Albans District Council has pledged that as a district, we'll reach net zero carbon by 2030. And to achieve that, we're all going to have to do our bit. But what is net zero carbon and what does it mean for us? Well, Sustainable St Albans has developed a programme to support organisations to take climate action in their activities with two training workshops and on-hand support between them. They'll help you to understand your organisation's role in the community effort to tackle climate change, make meaningful commitments and develop your own action plan. Now, the first session is on Thursday, the 14th of October, between 
between 10 and 4. Pricing depends on the status of your organisation and registered charities with no permanent staff will have their £25 fee refunded on attendance of the second session. Now you'll find all the details on the Sustainable St Albans website. And for more advice about reducing your carbon footprint, the latest in Verulam in the Morning, Nick Hazel's Countdown to COP podcasts about cutting your carbon footprint in the uh, weeks coming up to the COP26 climate change talks is with Judith Leary-Joyce about how she's insulated her cold Victorian home. They discuss the difference that insulation can make to your carbon footprint, some of the choices that Judith made and have some great tips about insulation your home. You'll find the podcast on the podcast page of RadioVerulam.com where you'll find all the other Countdown to Cop podcasts with advice on everything from seasonal eating to switching to an electric vehicle. And finally, a quick heads up on a Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust event coming up on the 3rd of October between 11 and 12. It's called All About Spiders and it does what it says on the tin. It's an online hour of fun talking about those definitely underappreciated visitors to our house and gardens at this time of year. Spiders. Learn how to identify them about their fascinating lives and ask all your spidery questions. It's aimed at children but all ages are well welcome and you can book on the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust website. I'll be back at the same time next week, but until then, thank you for listening.